Hey everyone, welcome to Ben Better, How About You? I'm your host, Katie Nara, and I've suffered from depression nearly my entire life. It sucks. This is a podcast that focuses on mental health, broken down in a relatable way, and told through personal experiences. P.S. I'm not a doctor, but each week my guests and I will cover everything from recognizing symptoms of anxiety and depression to providing accessible tips, tools, and resources that support mental wellness. So get your weekly prescription with me. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Ben Better, How About You? I'm your host, Katie Nara, and today I'm joined by Vlada Hagerty, makeup artist, photographer, and world-renowned lip artist. Hi, Vlada, how are you? Hi, Katie, I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for joining us. I love these plants. I'm assuming they're real. Yes, they're real. (laughs) Actually, this kind of happened during the quarantine. I just, you got a green thumb. I got like, I really got into plants and I, cause you know, I started just like spending 24 seven at home and my house maybe had like two plants that were like pretty neglected. Right. And then, um, Marco, one of my best friends, he, <laughs> he started sharing on his stories, like, Oh, plant this plant that. And then he like started to turn his apartment into a or house, into a garden. I was like, Oh my God, I want that. And then I got a few and how much it elevates the space. I didn't realize. So now I'm, I'm on route to have like a jungle in here. <laughs> I know my other girlfriend loves, but it does. It really does like kind of lift your spirits and the fake plant. It's even though I do have one in one room in the house, because some, if they get no sun, they're going to die. You know, like it's hard. Yeah. I've killed a few. Definitely. <laughs> which, which kind of plants are those behind you? So this is fiddle leaf fig. I, okay, I, hope, I have one of those. Yeah, this one is really like finicky and you have to be very careful with it. Yeah, so it, it she lives by the window. So I moved it for today. Let's see if, how she reacts. Because I okay. know like you move them and they freak out and start losing leaves. So we'll, yeah, I hope one day is not too bad. And this is a Monstera. This is yes, I have Marco. For those listening, Marco, who works with me, is dear friends with Lada. I he got me one of those too, and I was laughing because it sounds like monster. Yeah, but it's like monstery, monster, monster deliciosa is the full name. Oh, yeah. I, so isn't it an <laughs> Italian plant? I think it's, I think it's spelled uh, or like the the word is looks like Spanish, deliciosa. I the way right. it's written. I think that is Spanish. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Actually, Marco sent me a video on it, why it's called that way. I guess it has really delicious fruits. And like in, in, in the wild, it has fruits and they're really tasty. Yeah, why don't we have the, okay, we don't have them. All right, well, no, they're very nice, very green. Thank you. So I wanted to ask you about, I know that you were born in Ukraine mm-hmm. and you started your makeup career there yes is that correct so what how old were you when you first started playing with makeup is that something you always were drawn towards like were you very visual or is did something happen where you realized oh this is it for me you know yes Uh, well I guess technically I really got into makeup when I was three (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh okay so really very little okay you just started so fascinated I guess I just watched my mom my mom and my grandma they both liked makeup and um I think maybe I just wanted to copy her and I actually remember that day when I first tried makeup my mom was taking a nap and I got into her little makeup bag and I found this blush I remember it so vividly it was a blush little cream blush pot and it was like this deep plum color. And I just put my fingers right into it and I smeared it all over my face. I was so happy. And then I crawled to, to show her and she got so scared because you know, your child crawls on you and it's like bloody red It looks face. like you have blood. <laughs> she was so scared and yeah, I, I, that was my first introduction. And then I just, I really liked it like growing up. I didn't really wear makeup like to school. Um, I think I tried wearing Did you have a uniform. It's yeah, we had, no. we had uniforms. It was pretty strict. I remember I was 16 when I first tried mascara and um, then kind of since then it was just downhill from there. I remember one time I actually was sent to school because 
had too much makeup on. <laughs> oh, like sent home? Yeah, I had like dark green smoky eye. Just I thought <laughs> I looked fabulous. I don't know what the problem was. It matched, my, it matched my jacket. My jacket was dark green, you know, the school uniform. And I had dark matching eyeshadow. Yeah, you, there you go. <laughs> that is so, so funny. Home. Yeah. But then I started doing makeup on my friends and my mom. Um, but back then in Ukraine, there was no, now that I think about it, it wasn't like a profession or like an option to be really? a makeup artist. Yeah. I mean, it was a while ago. It was. Yeah, but like, what is it? Like, was it the like late like, 80s, 90s? It was like, yeah, it was so like early 2000s you're very young I can't yeah so like I was, I was gonna say like late like what were you born like I, I won't ask no but you say very young so like no no it seems like I'm like well when you were three you're it couldn't have been that long ago also cream blush that's pretty modern it's well yeah my mom you're talking about when you were a teenager kind of times I, yeah. I will I will tell you I was born in 1984 so okay, so you're yeah that's like that, but that is surprising um, that they didn't have makeup artists. So that means like the nineties. Maybe, maybe just in my circle, I just didn't have anyone. Like I literally didn't know anyone who would do that for a living. So I went, you know, this traditional route. I went to a regular school. Like I, I mean, it helped that I learned English in my university. So that was helpful, but my degree didn't really like do anything for me. It was a I could teach. I could teach literature. What, what was your degree in? Was it just like a BA then? It was so I um, in Ukraine. It's bachelor's after four years and a master's after five years. So I had master's degree in literature, English, and Italian. Oh my god! My you know, our master's, most masters here, I feel is like. I feel like some is two. I yeah. I'm, I might be. I think a that's why why mo- the Europeans are more way more intelligent than most Americans. I've never heard of a, unless you're going into a med- like medical school, maybe yeah. two to four years. So yours was five. Yeah, I think the only thing that it matters, if you get bachelor's, you can't teach at a university. If you get master's, you can teach at a university. Oh, That's okay. the only difference. And so I technically I could, but uh, it's just not not my thing at all. Like, okay. I tried it. I I look young now. Imagine when I was in my 20s, I just look like a child. Right. Nobody right. would take me seriously. Like even sixth graders would just think of me as like one of their peers. So I was like, okay, that's not for me. This isn't for you. <laughs> no, so this fact. <laughs> and how did you find LA when you first came here? Well, when I first moved here, I actually, I was supposed to get a transfer with Sephora because I got a job at up north there's not a lot of for me at least with what I do like my creative makeup there were not a lot of opportunities so I got a job and I really wanted to have that security here so I was I asked for a transfer from them and last what were you doing just so people with Sephora um I was uh what is it called uh like a consultant Okay, got it. So the people who are on the floor in the little cute dresses, I yes, yes, yes. Do uh, sometimes I would do makeup on people. Sometimes I just one of their artists. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So my transfer didn't work out at the last minute, so I ended up here with no job, no friends, no connections. It was scary. And then my husband also toured at the time as well, so he was gone. So oh, I think LA can be really isolating. If you come from a city environment or like when I first moved here from New York, it was very, I thought it was very isolating and I knew people. Yeah. And everyone's kind of doing their own thing and everybody's very career driven here. So I feel like a lot of the times people don't make time to build friendships. So yeah, that was, it was shocking for me. Like, cause I, you know, when I moved from Ukraine, I had all my friends. I grew up in Kiev, so I had all the support system. I had a bunch of friends, a bunch of work. Because that's friends. a pretty big community and city, no? I mean, I mean, compared to LA, it's really tiny. But but for know, the Ukraine, for you, yeah, for Ukraine, it's, it's like it's, the place, it's, <laughs> yeah, the, okay. um, the capital. It's the you know, yeah, like the I mean, Manhattan of New York. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was strange, but. Silver lining, though, because I was stranded here by myself, um, and I, you know, I needed that creative outlet. I just started doing lip art. 
that's how I got that's into how it, it started yeah because Aaron my husband he had um he had a professional camera one of the Canon like yeah 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 good cameras and some studio lighting so I was like well I know how to do it like I went to a photography school at some point it's like I know how to do it like why don't I just try it and then I so you take and, all your own photos too right yes and yeah it just kind of developed into this really unique art form I guess it started just like it's an experiment, but now it's just such a creative outlet. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you ever, was it always like the lips, you know, like why were you drawn to, um, cause I know you have a fascination with bees and I love bees also too. Like mm -hmm. I, whatever, where I live, there's bees because it gets so hot. They'll, they'll sometimes die or they come in the mm -hmm. house and I, I won't, you know, people are, I'm like, I will not kill a bee. I'll, make it like crawl to the paper towel and put it back outside Please. so I was just curious what drew you to was it that that was like easiest to draw on do you always have you always liked the lid I mean or well I guess maybe not the eyes I don't know um you know I people ask me about this a lot and I just I can't pinpoint why lips specifically I think a part of it obviously because it's so easy for me to see with the eye and also my eye shape I have Kind of semi-hooded eyes so it's not ideal and I've I've you know as a makeup artist I'm spoiled like I like big eyelids to work on like give me all the lid space and I don't really have a lot to work with but the lips I could like overdraw and it's easy it's right there and oh, it was very rare at the time like not a lot of people would do it and I like the the novelty of this like there was so much to no, do it's with true lips. yeah that was I mean not really fascinating so you started, was there a certain color you would, because you, I mean, now your scope of work is every color, the rainbow, like different designs. And I, when, when Marco first showed me your, I was like, oh, but she must use some like Photoshop. He goes, no, no, no. I can't believe that like none of that is Photoshop. That's, it's like insane. I mean, also, I don't know how your, my lips are so dry. I'm like, I feel like the makeup would be like cracking off. <laughs> there is a little bit of retouching um involved mainly like to smooth out the skin because I use such um macro lens that no but I mean like photoshopping the oh not uh, designs yeah I mean the design yes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like oh there's no you know lighting fixture or something I meant like you know when he showed me I mean it's probably all of them but maybe the sequence all that I was like oh does she somehow do that in photoshop and he's like no it's oh. everything is placed on yeah so what was the first one that you did that you thought, oh, this is it? Like first lip design. Do you remember or is it all, are there good memories with everyone? I think, well, I think the one that really, and I'm super critical of myself always. I know, I feel like, I feel like real artists always are. That's probably why I, we get better every time because it's never good enough. Yeah, but the, <laughs> like everyone else will be like, "This is great," and I'm like, "No." no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, this is wrong, and this is wrong, and this yeah, is like you want to point out everything that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. and people are like, "Just thank you." Like it's okay. Yeah, I know. It's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can relate. Um, yeah, but the very first one that I honestly I was like, "Wow, that's cool." Like I was like, yeah. I like, it proud of yourself. I got. I, I think I have something. It was the rose gold lip. It's my. The one that I'm wearing is my profile picture. Yes. Okay. That one. And it was an accident too. It wasn't planned. I was actually just trying to create just a metal lip when it's just, you know, kind of like chrome lip. Almost and like a car sign of yeah, metal. Just yeah. Kind of like shiny, like, and I put a lot, so I didn't, didn't see any of my lip textures. So I put a lot of product on them. And at the time I didn't have any monitors. It was, I was just taking basically a selfie with a professional camera. So I I, I've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they can come out great, but other, I can't imagine trying to do that all day. You'd be it like- It was such a struggle. Oh my God. And so I couldn't see what I was doing and I, what was happening. So I would click and then I would go back and see, I'm like, okay, that didn't work out. And then I remembered the moment I was about to click and I clicked and then it dripped on my shirt. And I was like, oh no, I ruined a shirt. That was my like, what did I do? And then wow. I then I went and I looked and I was like, are you kidding me? And it was just- That is so interesting. 
it was so cool. And actually I was able to get four shots um, of how it's dripping. So from the little one to bigger and bigger and bigger, I was like, I like got kind of like butterflies. This thing is like, wow, that's, that's really, that's cool. Okay. I, I gotta pat myself on the back. That's cool. It's funny how sometimes like an act, an accident, well, accident will become then like your, I mean, I, I don't know if that's your signature, but it's one of them. Don't you? I mean, that, that one. I mean, I know it's been copied so many times and, but I feel like that's one of the. It's yeah, it's definitely like one of my favorite ones to do because it's just, it's challenging. Even still, I've done so many of them. It's still challenging. And I love. What do you mean to get the drip or you mean to get the, that of uh, the metal effect? The, of all of it. And I actually, it's so interesting because I tried to recreate that rose gold lip with, you know, I have better equipment now. I have better camera, better lenses. I know more. It's not the same. It's just something about that specific day. The temperature was right. The lighting was right. Even though the lighting was not correct. Now that I think about it, I was like, what was I thinking? But it just worked. But it's, it just worked. Like it may have been like the time of day, the, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So then, yeah, did you start then going into putting like the sequins, the beads from there? Or was you, was that already going on? So I think it was just kind of gradually I started to make it more complicated. Here's the thing. I I have to keep myself on my toes or I lose interest. You what sign are you? I'm Gemini. Okay, yeah. No, no, you guys like a challenge. I love a challenge. You guys like a, like one of my best friends um, who's the co-producer of this podcast, she's a Gemini. I mean, I get on very well with Gemini, women and men. My, my dad is a Gemini because I feel like you guys are, very, you guys, um, you can be very serious, but you also like know how to be social. That's just, that's something that is across the board true of any Gemini I've met, but you're very, you, you get bored. You, yeah. You want a challenge. Yeah. So you would just see like what, how many different things you could actually make a design out of? Yeah. I would just, honestly, at the beginning, I would just go in the craft store and I would just look for things and I was like, oh, I can make this into lip art. I can make this into lip art. And I would just try and see like, sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes like what I found silver drips don't, they don't look really nice for me at least. Um, I guess that makes sense. Like gold probably reason, like, yeah, gold is like more. really doing it for me, but silver, not so much. I don't, I don't know why. Maybe it's my skin tone. Cause I have a lot of yellow in my skin tone. Maybe so you want more gold. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't know. Um, but yeah. And I just like started getting more and more intricate with them. And I remember when I first started, I only used stickers and like little embellishments. I couldn't really hand paint anything. And I would just, really? yeah, I would just, I kept telling myself, I can't do it. I don't know why I would just limit myself. It's like, I can't do it. It's not, um, this is not my style. I can't do it. And then one time I was like, why am I saying that I can't do it? Nobody else is saying that I'm saying it to myself. And so I was like, I'm just going to try. And I just challenged myself to paint something. I think it was Maybe it was one of the Dali's paintings. I can't remember what was the first time that I tried to paint. And I and I did it and I was like, I can't do it. Look at me, I can't do it. And then I just, I noticed that I always have this voice in the back of my mind that says you can't do it for some reason. I don't know where it's coming from. Some kind yes, of trauma. Yes, I think many of us do. Yeah. And so I just, I learned to just tell myself, no, I can't. And if I can't, I will learn how to. And then I just do and usually like a, a couple times maybe it's not working out the way my perfectionist wants it to look like no I actually, I know exactly what you mean I actually something I've <laughs> that helps me is I'll trick myself into becoming another voice and be like you'll never do that and then it makes me like oh really well I'm gonna do it now oh, nice. like I'm telling you that's kind of like how because sometimes I'll get too in the mode of like you can. And so it's like, if someone's challenging me, even though it's myself, I, I'll be like, no, no, no. Cause I'm more of a rebel. I'm like, oh no, no, I'll, I'll get it done tonight. I'm going to do it. They're like, no, you won't. Uh, nice. It's sort of like reversing, <laughs> you know, like, uh -huh. but it's true. We do. We, I think a lot of people 
are their worst enemy. And I feel like women, it, we just tend to be that way more than men from what I found, you know? In- I wonder why. Yeah, I feel like it's just the way maybe women are brought up. Yeah, like we're told we can't do, there's certain things that, I mean, now maybe women growing up aren't, but like, you know, there's just certain things that, like, you know, you even didn't want to say you were, you know, make going to be a makeup artist or like, oh, yeah. that's too girly or that's too. And so I think um, that's just something that in the back of your mind, you have, you're thinking of, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure it's all dependent to on like your family and yeah. obviously the, you know, traditional household is looks so different nowadays. Um, but I think that's, I found that with a lot of people, uh, not just women I've interviewed for this, but just that I've known over the years, you know, are way more into like self-doubting than, mm-hmm. than the men that I know, not all, but the, you know, a lot. So I'm glad that you challenged yourself yeah. and then you realized I can paint. So you never took a painting class or anything. Um, so I, I never took a painting class. I learned how to paint on my lips. Um, so you, you've been open in the past about your depression. Mm-hmm. And then just earlier, we we're talking about the you know voice and the self-doubt. Mm-hmm. And what what would you, or I guess, what have you found most helpful to help you with your own, you know, mind? You know, I like think- Staying in a good headspace. Yeah, it's, it's an ongoing thing for me. Um, sometimes I have really good days. Sometimes I have really bad days and it's just, I'm still learning. Um, I just recently, like a month ago, I had a really bad streak. And I think I just have to like buckle up and just wait it out because it does get better somehow. Like I just need to remember to not be very hard on myself because I used to just beat myself up because I'm feeling so down. And I was like, why am I being so lazy? I have so much to do and I just can't get myself to do anything. And I think educating myself about it really helped because now I'm coming from a place okay well that's I'm not just being lazy um this is this is a disease this is an illness if I had a really bad cold I wouldn't be like oh just get up and do something this is yeah, like maybe interest. you just needed a day off yeah or, yeah yeah and as a creative you know I I go from from being really inspired to being so uninspired and I just don't want to do anything what I've actually found that helps me a lot is these guys. Oh, the, like doing plants or gardening or, yeah. Care, yeah, taking care of plants, like wiping them down and like watering. And because I feel like, and I, you know, I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel like maybe it's using a different part of my brain. So, well, no, it's actually, it's actually a fact. Um, it helps a anxiety when you do something with your hands. Maybe So that, it, yeah. whether it's like, I'm going to, you know, help, build this like woodshed or I'm going to go garden or that I think it's because it gets you out of your head you know like if you're looking at the plants or you have to give them soil or how's Mm -hmm. this doing or like or for me I'll go do like a crossword puzzle like I'd Mm want to be challenged or something or people knit or something but it is true if you start doing something with your hands it can really help with anxiety and get you out of your head yeah yeah so that's that was onto something (laughs) yeah no no uh, yeah it's true and then I I remember hearing that and then it was when I um interviewed this doctor who's he's written a book about anxiety it's called unwinding anxiety it's great Mm. and it's you know they he has an app as well and they would they would say like oh look at your hands like it it sounds silly but or if you just like count your fingers but somehow doing that it kind of it's kind of like tricking your brain to turn off interesting you know to turn off another part and turn on Mm. like you're getting out of that sort of emotional Mm. spiral that's a good advice i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna email me please email me that i will this guy's great and we have a a, like and i still have a discount code too which is good for that but it's great (laughs) he's really has because it's he has a lot of tips that are realistic it's not like oh okay so now read this like 500 page book and right you know it's like right then and there it can help you you know and so were you um do you go to therapy at all or did, was that helpful for you or? Yeah, I actually, I went to therapy. Oh, I've been going for like four years, I think. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, we stopped now because of the pandemic and was just kind of challenging to go and see the person and financially it was always kind of it's expensive therapy. COVID, yeah, it gets it gets out there. In L- or in LA. In LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So I switched um to just books. I just read a lot of books. So I I'm still continuing without without guidance, I guess. I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it myself for now. No, but whatever works for you. I mean, I think that's yeah. good advice where um, you know, there are these things like apps and stuff that's, you know, it's like, okay, this is $20 a month versus, you know, therapy in LA can be really expensive, especially if the therapist doesn't take your insurance. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know a lot of people, would you say? That's what we had. Like our therapist was, he was really great, but he was out of, um, what is it? Network. Network. Yeah. So we had to pay out of pocket and COVID hit and it was like, okay, well, we can't do this anymore. It's just too much. Honestly, most of the time, Okay, I shouldn't say most, but many times I've found through myself and friends, a lot of the great therapists are not, they don't take insurance yeah. in, in California or in Los Angeles. So it, it is a shame. Um, so you have to find other outlets, whether it's books, listening to this podcast, you know, something where you can kind of get that, those, you know, little bits of advice that mm-hmm. can help you. Yeah. And so, YouTube also, there are so many yeah. therapists on YouTube that are so generous with their advice and and then while watching them, she, they will mention a book. And I was like, okay, I'm going to read this. And so how that's, I built like a whole library in, on, on Audible. Oh, it's great. All the books that are so helpful. And it's, it's, of course, like personal therapy is an elevated experience for sure. It's not a, a one-to-one replacement, but it's still helpful. Meanwhile. Look, I mean, I think it's, it's not, it's not one size fits all. Like for me also, I have to be around animals. You know, I find it very therapeutic. You know, oh I started God. riding again during the pandemic and it, you know, horses are just like magical creatures mm-hmm. to me. I just feel very, I don't know. It gives me this, you know, I can't, I can't even put it into words, but I, you know, and it's like you, the plants, like, I think everyone has different things that, and once you find that you really, my dog's he's sleeping. He's just like making like, he's like, he's like, that's right. Um, <laughs> but once you find that you really want to honor that and mm-hmm. be aware of it. Yeah. When you find it, just hold on to it. Animals are just so, so pure and so magical. They're like little batteries. I know. And just recharge from them. And they're so generous with their energy and they're just always there for us. It's amazing. I know. I saw that you were just at the, um, what uh, was it PETA or was it yeah was it through Peter or was it and it was at um kindred kindred speeder yes yes um, what was that for so yeah it was a PETA event they had a th- thanks vegan um oh that's cute. and it was at the sanctuary or it's a they call themselves a care farm they yes in, sh- in 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 Chatsworth Chats- okay I couldn't think yeah. of the word I was like Charlottesville <laughs> Chatsworth okay Chatsworth, yes yeah Oh my God, I've never been to a sanctuary before. So that was just such a magical experience to see all these animals and all of them are so loved. And you can you can tell people who work there how much they love them. And they're all so, so comfortable around people and they just like come up to you and you can feed them and they're just like all over mm-hmm. you. It's just so cute. I actually submitted to volunteer at that sanctuary. I just, I just want to, great. I'm, I'm going to pick up poops. I don't care what to do. Just be around them (laughs) you're like do you do you and your husband have any animals we have two dogs yeah oh my gosh what kind what kind are they so we have a maltese i actually brought her from ukraine with me she was my dog from from kia oh wow yeah she traveled the world with me she is how old is she she's 12 and a half she's so the maltese yeah really live long huh my one of my best friends just got one she's so funny they're they really cute. have the personalities. They're yeah. So cute. She's yeah, she's my little baby. And then we have a, a Boston Terrier who's almost four. Cute. Yeah, almost four. Um, he was supposed to be small. We really we bought um a dog for Pusha <laughs> for my other dog because like I wanted her to, to have a friend, but he grew up so big. Like yeah, I mean, but sometimes. It depends, like, was this a rescue dog? No, we got a puppy. I was Maybe he's mixed. 
Like, you know what I mean? Or maybe, I don't know. I just know that they're kind of on a scale. So they can be from like 15 pounds to 30 pounds. Okay. Well, yeah, Maltese are, I mean, my dog, Arthur is a rescue and he's, I wanted a dog that was like 20 pounds, but the, you know, you just never know with a rescue and he's 50 pounds. Like he's, he's on, he's like all muscle. Oh, so yeah. he's a big boy. Like I can't really pick him up anymore, but oh. yeah, it, that's, I know the Maltese whenever I, my, one of my best friends has is a Chihuahua and it's like, whenever I pick up their dogs, I'm like, this is crazy. It feels like I'm picking up like socks compared to my dog. Who's Aww. just like, <laughs> like so full force, but yeah, animals are great. And I find, I mean, it's even, you know, it's also been proven like uh, oxytocin is released when you pet a dog or an animal. Mm. So it, de they definitely help people's anxiety, like well-being, And, you know, that's, there's really nothing, there's nothing to, that can compare to it. I think being around I, animals. I, I agree with you. They're but ha what happened? How did you get involved with the bees? And I need to know what, a. I have to look up what a bee hotel is, but then you also said have a bee bath. And now I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, if Mar Marco will be listening, Marco will be making a bee bath. He's gonna be like, thanks, Lana. This is not what I wanted to do. <laughs> but what is it? Like, I need to know. A, a bee bath is really easy. You just take a plate, kind of a shallow plate, and you have some, some little marbles or little rocks. Okay. And then fill it with water. And the marbles and rocks are, for bees to land on because they're not really good at landing on things so if they land in water they will probably yeah, i would die and that's there. what i i would fill up some bowl and then the bees would all drown <laughs> like i would yeah, not they, like they, no i mean you think bath and you think yeah no you put the marbles very shallow yeah very shallow so they then they land on a little rock or a marble or whatever you put in there and then they sit and drink and it's just the cutest thing because they would will, help like, my bees up here because they get especially um August and even through this time of year because the weather is so strange mm -hmm. they really I don't think I mean people in LA are I feel a little more educated about it but there is the extinction extinction say so right I'm going on and I don't yeah. think a lot of people know that yeah not a lot of people know and a lot of people are using pesticides on their lawns and that's also really, really terrible yeah that's horrible for the bees yeah, because sometimes, you know, sometimes there's clover in the in the grass and the bees will land and try to eat and there's pesticides on there. And that's oh, a certain I didn't realize that. Because mm -hmm. I always just think of bees like, I mean, it's probably very ignorant, but I think of bees like almost like cartoons, like in their <laughs> hive and like Winnie the Pooh. And like, I don't know. I don't think yeah. of, I don't think of them. I never, I, I don't know why I've never been scared. Knock wood. That being stung by a bee. Like I've never been afraid of, I'm very afraid of snakes, but I've never been afraid of any other animal. I'm not afraid of like spiders. I'm not afraid of, and I, I remember of uh, this friend of mine who was staying here. He was so afraid of bees. Like I would, and I would be like, do not kill the bee. I'll get it out. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, I don't know. I don't know a lot about them that that's how that you're not supposed to put pesticides on your lawn. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it kills them. And, um, a lot of the times I will take my dogs on a walk and I'll find bees on the ground when the, with the tongue out. And that means that they died from pesticides. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. But they're usually up here dying from like heat. I can tell. And I'll try yeah. to bring them in like, or like put them in a shaded area. Like I don't really know what to do. Yeah. If you have a, if you have a little area where you can have like even just a little puddle of water. Yeah, like a little puddle bath. We have a bunch of lavender in the backyard and then there's like a little grassy area. And so when I water the lavender, I'll just water that area really well. So there's just kind of a little puddle there. Um, so I wanted to talk about uh, Britney Spears is a huge fan of yours. It's so- Seems like it, it's insane. I, I need to hear the whole story because I saw that this, I knew she was a fan of yours, already when Marco first showed me your work, when I was first introduced, you know, to you and your work, but I saw that she posted on Monday, sort of in celebration of her new life, um, one of your, not of lips, but of lipstick. Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious what that is like for an artist to have that acknowledgement. Like, what does that feel like from someone who, you know, is an icon, like so many, I mean, and no one doesn't know who Britney Spears is, I right? Know. On the planet. And 
Honestly, what does like, that when, feel like? When you say it out loud, I still like in disbelief. Like, are you talking about me? This is not true. <laughs> like, what? This is insane. Yeah. And, it's, and then another photo, like a day later or, yeah, you know, or, and, and just or the same day in yeah. two or one day or whatever. She she took down the the one that she posted yesterday. Okay. She she had some like negative comments in there. I think maybe that's why. Um, but like she posted three times this week and I'm just absolutely blown away. And wow. Honestly, the very like bad depression that I had for say over a month now, she literally pulled me out of it with that because I was feeling so down on myself. I was feeling kind of like, well, what am I doing with my life? And this yeah. is just like, again, like I got in my head, like, oh, nobody cares about this. And this is just so silly, like painting on lips, like nobody cares about this. You know, like the voice kept like going. Yes, we all like, oh my God. Yeah, it, was, it got, yeah, it got to me. And so I was in the state and just seeing how Instagram was just engagement is really low. And so I was just completely down. Be like a real mind fuck our own minds. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I, as much as I'm trying to be self-aware, sometimes it's just kind of like a, a spiral. And, no, it can be hard. And I, I really can't catch myself. And then this happened and I swear, like it completely just shifted my, my whole thing. And I was like, wow, well, if my work is good enough for Britney Spears, to yeah. it's, it's, it's good enough for me then. <laughs> yeah, it's, if it, I think that's good for people to remember when they are down and, you know, kind of spiraling is that really for everyone to remember the smallest thing can really make someone's day, mm-hmm. you know, and turn that better days are ahead, you know, that it can like always be turned around. Yeah. Cause I think that's what can get dangerous is when you just kind of start going around in your head and that's yeah where it can get really bad. So mm-hmm. that's really cool that she, and also on such an important day where it's like her first day I think it was for 13 years she was in that it's as a free as conservatorship a free I don't know if that's how you say it but yeah, yeah well, conservatorship her. yeah yeah as a free person she posted it it was just so wow iconic just iconic I'm so, so grateful. you ever had you ever um met her how did you know that she found your work or it just from I social media been, yeah I think just from social media I have no idea i and never it's so funny because I know that she's you know posted stuff in the past too Yes, uh, I think so far five times she she posted my works throughout the years, and I'm just I don't I don't know. Some fans um, seem to think that she has a secret account that she she follows me on. Oh, that's so funny. That's what they're assuming. I I never thought of it because, like, obviously I checked if Britney's following me. Like, yeah, no, 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 yeah, but like maybe. I mean, I think a lot of people have other accounts or a private account or, you know. Maybe like, like, and and now that I think of it, like, oh my God, she might actually be following. It just like, gives me goosebumps. Like what? <laughs> That's really fun. Are you a fan of her music? I mean, it's so, it's so um, like, I, so many of her songs really like take me back. So I know. I feel like it's impossible, like not to be involved in that music because that kind of, well, growing up, it was. Yeah. That like pop era. Yeah, well, I, I was a huge fan of Backstreet Boys, though, so that was like my my jam. But Britney Spears was just a part of the whole era. It's just so iconic. So I've never been like a like a diehard fan, which I think this might be a good thing for me now because I would completely just lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm more I've become just very um, empathetic and sympathetic of her situation throughout the years. And I'm just, I'm yes. more of like a fan of her as a person. Right. Yeah. What absolutely. she's been through and how she handles it and just the strength that she has to even come forward and talk about this. This is what I admire. So music for me is kind of in the back of my mind. No, no, for sure. It's, I mean, first of all, I can't imagine being that well known. And then you're going through, you know, issues with your own mental wellness and then everyone's you know giving their two cents it's like I just it's it's awful it's yeah and it it, I mean I can't imagine being this famous how hard it might 
must be to be exposed like that and just people judging you and everybody has something to say. Like, I'm just thinking if I'm, I was in my dark place the way I was last month, if also the entire world was also talking badly about me at that time, I don't know how far I could have gone mentally. But that happens all the time. It's like, uh, yeah. what's her name who's been very open about her own mental health? Selena Gomez, you know, like every time someone's like, oh, you look, has she, is she like pregnant or, you know, commenting on her weight? And mm -hmm. she's like, no, I actually have to take this medicine that, you know, a lot of people know that a lot of SSRIs tend to make you put on weight or, mm -hmm. you know, and so it's constantly being like under a microscope and then mm -hmm. also trying to get mentally well, I think is very challenging for people it, bet, in yeah. that world. Mm -hmm. And it's true, like everyone commenting. And, and the thing is, I think even to anyone, even people that aren't famous, you know, just because someone says it doesn't mean it's true. So anyone commenting about you or your mental health or your work or what you know their opinion is of you is really just, it's really not your business. You know, yeah. I once learned that from a <laughs> shrink of mine because it's actually a great thing to think because it kind of removes you from that statement. Yeah. It's a lot of projection too. Yes. It's, it's just a, a representation of what people are thinking about themselves. And then they just kind of project that on you. And also that's, I also learned that in therapy. So therapy is amazing. Just even, even though I'm not going now, I still have all that knowledge with me. I'm educated on all these. No, absolutely. Yeah. It's, and I think it's, it can get really hard. And obviously now too, with social media, everyone can, you know, become an expert on everything. They can also become trolls and they really wouldn't probably say that in person you know yeah, that's so yeah it's always so amazing to me when people can be so mean I can't imagine if somebody some stranger walked up to me and started saying these things it's just so outrageous why do people think it's okay to say it online well it's weird I I, I um follow what's his name Andy Cohen you know who does all the housewives and he someone uh DM something really hard. I don't even remember what it was, which is probably good. And he responded and said, well, what would you like me to do? And then the person was like, oh no, oh, I was, I was just joking. Like, I didn't even think he would respond. Like got all like, oh no, no, no. And he screenshot it and put it in his stories and said like, I'm a real person, you guys. And like this, I do read my DMs or comments or whatever it was. I mean, it was really mean. I think it was something about him and his son, like something really, really not appropriate in any way, shape or form. But the fact that he responded and then the person was, you know, embarrassed. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's also something to remember that like, they probably don't even mean it. Like you're saying they're just projecting and the bullying and that can go on is, yeah. um, can be really detrimental to people that don't have tools. Yes, help tools. Yeah, I think that's why it's important to, to learn about these things just so it's more like to protect ourselves from that damage. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm glad that that helped get you out of that moment. Me too. I'm so grateful to her. Like, I hope that maybe one day, sometime, I can thank her in person somehow. I don't know. I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could. I DM'd her, but, you know, she probably gets like so, so many millions of, of messages. So I was like, well, I know, but like, I feel like. You, so do you like to work, um, do you only do your own art, you know, and, you know, meaning the lips or do you still, will you still do like someone's makeup or is that just really not anything you do anymore? Um, I do sometimes. I just, well, mm -hmm. during the pandemic, um, I stopped working with models altogether because, you know, doing makeup on somebody, we have to be so close to each other. I was just like, oh, I don't want to risk it. I don't want to put anyone else in danger as well. So I kind of stopped and actually switched to doing cosmetic product photography. So that's, oh, so that's one of the images. Yeah. Okay. So that's cool. kind of like my duality, the Gemini thing. Like I do yeah, that's great. That. <laughs> um, but yeah, if I, when, um, you know, I mean, things are getting better now. I feel like it's more safe. So I might start to work with models again. It's just the intricacy of lip art. 
I always just feel bad when I do makeup on other people because it takes two, three hours. Is, is that how long it, it, it takes? Yeah, especially if it's like very detailed, um, something like those like little hand-painted roses that I just did, that took me a few hours to paint. And you can't smile, you can't talk, you can't really eat. I mean, I could drink with a straw, just very carefully, a little bit of water, but that's it. And, you know, I've been doing this for seven years. So I'm, I'm like a trained lip art model. So I, I know what not to do. A person that's new, like most models, they don't do that kind of stuff. Sometimes they will rub their lips together. Or... I'm no, no. I'm always licking my lips. Yeah. Like but... whenever I get my makeup done, I'm like, please do the lips to get the M, <laughs> mm-hmm. because I, I, it's just like a really bad habit. Yeah. Like I, you know, and now I'm getting better with the straw, but it's true. Or you just go like this or whatever. Yeah. And I actually, it reminds me. I once did a campaign and I had to paint really intricate 3D cubes on a model. Ice cubes they were just like 3d cubes so that there were a lighter side of a very light side and a darker side so they were like 3d oh 3d okay got it yeah yeah Yeah. and I was finished already I was like doing the finishing touches and I was using liquid lipstick which you know if you smile a lot it can move around a little okay because there were a lot of layers and so I'm done with the design and one of the crew guys comes by and he's like wow that's really cool and the models go thank you and there were so many cracks in it oh my you god you mean so just smiling just smiling yeah well because the way I work I layer a lot so one line goes over the other one to kind of make it straight and you know there's a lot of texture in lips so I have to work against it as well it's not just like one layer of lipstick where it's you know it can move no no I'm thinking like my um uh where I get my nails done she's and we become friends Lexi she's such a she will hand paint stuff but with nails you you know you're curing it so it dries yeah but with lip you're not like it it's like and she'll even yell at me like don't do that you know what I mean if it's like it's so I can't even imagine like because you then would have to you really have to start over I would imagine yeah it was it was hard to fix I mean we had to fix a little bit in post-production just because it was like well I already spent three hours painting it like we can't do another three hours that's no so challenges like this that I know how to work with. So I just prefer to do it on myself because I don't have to worry about any of that. And also sometimes I'll get inspiration like 9 p.m. Yeah, like, exactly. No, like late like at night. Call. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, if, okay. If Brittany ever wants this, <laughs> I'll make an exception for her and I'll teach you'll, her. <laughs> you'll make an exception. That's so yeah. funny. Um, all right. So we always end with five questions. Okay. So these are like the five BBHPU questions. Um, What do you do for a mental break? Like when you want to relax? Um, Well, I take my dogs for a walk. That always resets me. And like I said, taking care of my plants. That's just such a bliss for me. Even though sometimes it's hard, like they're heavy and I have to carry them around and (laughs) the bathroom and all of that. But I seriously, I, I take such a big mental break from everything. I can't talk. I can't think of anything else while I'm with them. I don't know why. Yeah. It just oh, interesting. Me. Yeah. I'm okay. just so in the zone when I do it. That's great. When is the last time you cried? Oh, huh. a week ago, probably. Maybe, maybe two weeks ago. I can't tell you what it was about. Probably something minor. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't remember exactly what it was about but I'm a crier though I'm I I like a good cry yeah it can be very cathartic it, it it helps me like if I'm feeling bad or anxious and I cry and then it just resets me and I also read that crying actually releases endorphins too so it's the natural body's mm. way to make us release kind of probably the stress release yeah and it's yeah so I'm 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 not against crying. I feel like it's a healthy. That's thing. pretty good a week or two. I mean, I feel like I cry every day. Whenever people tell me they're like, oh yeah, it was like two weeks. And I'm like, oh, what? No, like that's, that's when great. I, when I have my bad weeks though, it's almost every day, but then like I have good weeks and I'm like, okay, everything is great. So what will you, I know you're an avid reader. The next question, what are you currently reading? Well, honestly, I found this really great book. 
um, it's called It Didn't Start With You. Mm. It's about trauma. And okay. Oh, I can't remember the name of the author. Do you want me to find it? No, just, you can always just email us. The, email well, we can it. look it up. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember the name, but it's a book about trauma and about how, um, I haven't finished it yet. I'm like in the middle of it, but he, this is a psychologist talking about how our bodies carry trauma of our mothers and fathers and even grandparents. And he provided this interesting research about um, how much time do we have? Do I have time to tell yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. No, no, you can tell us because it's. I have something to say that no, you can totally go into it because okay. it's, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he, he was um, telling about this research they did on mice. Um, I mean, it's not very kind research, but they trained mice to be scared of cherries. So okay. with physical pain, obviously it's, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's no, okay, no, no. but I, this is the research that they've done. Well, sometimes you have to do, we wouldn't have a vaccine yeah, without I'm, testing I'm like, well, but yeah, there's certain things. Yeah. And so they, the mice were scared of cherries and then they had babies and they stopped scaring them with cherries, but the babies were still scared of cherries. And then those oh. babies had babies and those, the grand grandchildren of those mice were still scared of the scent of cherries, which that's wild. It's crazy. And so he said that it's very similar with people. Unfortunately, like it's the, 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 the research is still going on, going on, on people, but so far they've established that we also are the same way. So it's, it's almost like it's it's stored in the sense. bodies, and it oh it's such a fascinating book. Um, he was also wow. yeah he was also telling about this uh, patient of his. She had really severe suicidal thoughts, and it was very specific how she wanted to go. She said that she wanted to jump, um, in some kind of I can't remember. She wanted to be uh, in water vaporized. She wanted to be vaporized. That's the okay. word that he used. And he, he thought it was very strange. Like, why that way? And she's like, I don't know. This is just what I want to do. And so he started digging. And it turned out that her grandmother was killed in Auschwitz that same way. And she never made the connection. So it's wow. just, it's was giving me goosebumps. Yeah, me too. It That's really, that. it's crazy. And Interesting. And this is like the type of work that he does. He works with trauma. And then he says that once people become aware that this anxiety and the sadness that they're carrying, it's not theirs. It could be their, you know, ancestors. Then it's easier to heal from it and let it go somehow and just recognize that it's not mine to carry. So that's really interesting. Sorry, sorry, it got so dark. <laughs> no, but no, 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 it's fine. I, um, no, it's interesting you say that because, um, you know, there's, it's called tapping where it's a certain method to release energy or some sort of trauma you're holding on to. Mm -hmm. And many people on this one therapist, I know they will go through your history mm. of your mom and father. And okay. because, you know, it's like, well, are you holding on to that or, like the way um, you were born, you know, mm -hmm. all these certain, and then like areas in your body of certain places. So that's, I mean, that makes sense. But that the, the example about the mice is, is wild. It's crazy. That's really wild. And what's the name of that book it's called? Okay. I'm, uh, oh, it didn't start with you. Okay. It didn't start with you. I will, I will email you the name uh, of the author. I can't remember. Oh now. yeah. Yeah. We can look at that, but that's cool. Yeah. Very interesting that's, book. It's very like heavy, but it's good that, that you, there's a way to let it go. And actually it's so it's, I mean, okay. I'm going to share. Maybe it's oversharing. I don't, I don't know. No, no, it's fine. I, I've been holding on to some grudges um, towards my mom mm -hmm. from the childhood. And after reading this book, he has this exercise where you think of your parent and then you really understand what they've been through as children, what their history is. And you just say, mom, I understand. And then, oh my God, just like waterworks. I cried my eyes out and 
I forgave her completely. Like there's nothing left. I can can honestly say wow. I forgave her completely. So I I recommend this book. Like I saw some comments from people who went through um, very severe abuse from mm. their parents that this might not be the best book because he like really uncovers a lot of stuff. Yeah, but- well, I think we're talking like kind of subconscious things yeah. or, you know, maybe something your mom or dad wasn't present, but yeah, this yeah. probably is not if you've been physically. Yeah, like, yeah, abused. physical, like intense yeah. abuse. That's probably, I wouldn't recommend this book. Right. But because, you know, without guidance, it can be very. Yeah, triggering. Very but for me, it was just right, right on money. Like the way he just, because he walks you That's through. That's great. Yeah, really interesting. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. What is the best and worst advice you've been given? Oh, um, uh, I guess, well, I'll start with the worst advice. Okay. (laughs) Sometimes the worst advice can be the best advice. Like, oh, you shouldn't do that. And then like, you go do it. That's true. Um, Probably the worst advice was to just kind of follow what everybody else does and like stay in the safe place. Like mean career. Yeah. And that wasn't like coming from anyone specific. It was just kind of, well, I think maybe it was my dad's kind of vision that I just should just do the, the right thing that everybody's doing. And I think, I guess in a way, maybe it was the best advice also because I went completely against it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm that's just what I mean. so much happier now. Sometimes really bad advice can like, kind of wake something up in someone and then they're like oh okay and they do like the opposite yeah so that can be good mm-hmm. what and then the last question what instagram account do you find uplifting because obviously instagram can be kind of a down you know it can make people leave instagram so they don't feel great so i always like to ask people like what account do you like to go to or if you're not avidly on instagram a twitter you know feed or something but well, to be honest, well, I guess well, for me personally, Britney Spears' Instagram has been like really uplifting for me. Yeah, exactly. There you go. It like, literally carried me, carried me out of my depression. Yeah, there. <laughs> but um, I actually love TikTok. This is my okay. Happy place. So what? What is there a certain TikTok account? Because I do. I think TikTok probably is more uplifting than most Instagram because it's just more silly and it's more yeah. real. Yeah, there's like no pressure to be perfect everybody's just being themselves and i've been on there a long time so well, not a long time like over okay a year. so you've always been doing tiktok kind of even before it like blew up because i feel like in the last year or two everyone is like obsessed with tiktok no i started last year so like okay okay long it's not a long time like a year no but like but long enough, like it i long enough that the algorithm now knows that i like animals and i like funny videos and i like also like therapy advice that a lot of psychologists pop up. So like whenever I log in, it's just like, I spend like an hour or two just scrolling and I just laugh and it just like resets me completely. I don't really get that from Instagram anymore, unfortunately. I don't know. You got to look at, because I feel like my Instagram, what you just said shows me, like it shows me funny stuff, animals. Yeah. Or it'll, it'll show me like lots of memes that involve like raccoons. I find raccoons really funny or like fashion, you know, like, but so maybe your, your TikTok, I guess, knows you better. That's so funny. Maybe, Yeah. I mean, I've heard that the TikTok's uh, TikTok's algorithm is better somehow I don't know what yes I think it's a friend of mine was just saying this he um started using TikTok like six months ago I think it does seem that that is an easier if you're trying to grow organically you know like Mm -hmm. some sort of business or something it does seem at this point TikTok is is the way to go that's what people say yeah Yeah. I know because the algorithm everything's so maybe it'll change again I don't know but it seems like TikTok is way more into like promoting new accounts mm-hmm. yeah. I've heard if you're if you have a specialty of something yeah I definitely noticed some of my videos got over a million views somehow so do you do your makeup then or your lip the lip art or 
on there. So yeah. it's okay. So it's, I didn't know if it was maybe a personal. Okay. So it's like the same thing as your Instagram on there. Okay. It's kind, I mean, yeah. kind of the same. Just, I, I noticed that on TikTok, the videos, just like what I post on Instagram, like a tutorial or like a step-by-step, they don't do as well as something just completely weird. Like the video that got the most views was me polishing my, my lip art with the cloth. On like, TikTok? Yeah. Like why? But it gets like, no, that, that makes sense. I feel like TikTok likes like the most, it's like people like heating things up in the microwave. Or, I, I don't know. I've heard yeah. like you can do like the most like mundane or like funny, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is, it's like a different thing. Like I have to change my perspective because I'm such a perfectionist. And for the longest time on Instagram, everything is just manicured. That's and- why I have a hard time with TikTok because I'm like, everybody looks a mess. Like I like, I'm like, I don't want to be a part of it. Like it would probably yeah. be really good for me to get on it. But like, literally, I'm like, this is so crazy. It's like your brain explodes when you look at it. I know it's, it's definitely, but also it's kind of like more freeing. Fun. Like I feel it's like-, more like childlike, like just having fun, yeah. I think. And I feel like yeah. I can post- without wearing makeup and I'm not going to be dragged for it on Instagram I post without foundation and people are like oh really oh, oh, that's why, nice. why are you not wearing any foundation oh you have a spot I'm like I know I have a that blemish. is so rude like, are you that? serious yeah I got that before you to turn those <laughs> lock those people no but that's it is true like um someone actually I just met with the other day I was, she was like if you're really good at talking to the camera like fit you know just about anything like TikTok is great yeah, like if you're comfortable doing like testimony, I was like, oh yeah. And she's like, that's so much. They love anything like that, where it's mm-hmm. just you, you know, like, hey, we're going to make yeah. this, we're going to do that. And so I that's like interesting. So great on camera. I feel like give it a shot. Like, What'd you say? I feel like you're so great on camera. Oh, like, give it a shot. Like, Well, it's funny. I've been doing these uh, cooking videos. They're kind of funny. And so this girl was like, you should just put them up there. Absolutely. Like they will really, and and I do think TikTok is way more supportive of new accounts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's it's good that we do, that everyone has both now. Yeah. I mean, Instagram kind of has become more of a business platform. Absolutely. You know? It's not as creative. It's yeah. not as creative. Like um, shopping and business. What'd you say? Like shopping and business. Yeah. But, but what's interesting is a lot of my friends who have the, they, the shopping thing, they don't make a lot of money from it. Mm-mm. Like, like who have clothing, they'll have big I can clothing brands. To that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Like where I'm like, I'm like, really? Because I am constantly, I'm even getting ads. I'm like, I already bought this. Like, they're like giving me an ad for this, like pillow for my chair. And I'm like, I bought this a month ago. Like, and this isn't even working anymore. The algorithm, yeah. like they're yeah. showing me things I already bought. Yeah, it happens to me too. Yeah, like I really, I'm already done. Like I have this. You don't have to show me. Yeah, you're yeah. like I. Maybe though, maybe when what's his name changes the name of Facebook, it'll go back. Because mm-hmm. it used to be great. It used to feel like when you really tried and did stuff. Like maybe when I was doing more like pictures of like outfits, you know what I mean. And I had it with the like like it to know or whatever that was. And I was like, wow, you really see. It. And then all of a sudden they changed it, and I was like, this is so different mm-hmm. really bizarre yeah yeah and it's hard not to take it personally too when you put it's so very you got to really be um I'm really good at like not I can like go like days without like I'll post but I'm very I'm very all or nothing so I can be really strict with myself and not look at it mm-hmm. because like statistically no women and then all my gay friends are like gay men too but statistically like 95% of women, if they've spent more than an hour on Instagram, leave feeling worse. Mm, yeah. That makes they, sense. It, 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 like across the board. That makes like, sense. Yeah. And it's, um, that's, if you spend like 30 minutes, you know what, if we're fine, like, but more than an hour, they say like, that if you're a straight female, it's, you're not going to, you don't like get off it and be like, wow, mm. this is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Wow. It makes, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess it depends on what you're looking at, but even if you're looking at all, you're going to somehow come across something, you know, Mm -hmm. thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode and shouts out to Vlada Haggerty for joining me. Um, We were so thrilled to have you and where can our listeners find you? 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, if you're still using it. It's all Vlada MUA, MUA, like makeup artist. And also, if you want to check out some of my art on canvases and prints, it's lipart.shop. That's my personal shop of lip art. <laughs> so Buke people can buy like the prints from there. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Prints and canvases, some um, wall, other wall decor and um, oh, cool. pillows and phone cases, that kind of stuff. Oh, this pin also. That's yes, all from the pin there. we're wearing. Yay. Yay. Get on you. I, it's funny. I almost wore it as a necklace. And then I was like, you know what? Sometimes I have so many allergies and I was like, who knows, you know what I mean? Uh, to like all different metals. And so, and then I love, I was putting it here and this is actually very good quality because it's heavy. It's heavy. Like I, it I had to nice. put it here. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is a thin shirt. I was like, I love it. Um, all right. Well, that's all folks. Be sure to subscribe to Ben Better HBU and we can be found on Apple and Spotify and tune in next time. Thank you for tuning in to Ben Better. How about you? To learn more, please visit benbetterhbu.com and check out our Instagram, bbhbu. Slide into our DMs with your questions and or comments. Also, be sure to subscribe for your weekly prescription. This pharmacy is open 24-7.